Welcome to Educational Podcasting Today, the show that not only celebrates educational podcasters, but helps you learn how to create one yourself. Hello, my name is Jeff Bradbury. Welcome to Episode 7. I am thrilled that you are here today listening to the show. We have a great show today. My guest on today's show is Todd Cochran, the CEO of Raw Voice and the host of the new media show. And he is here today to talk about the Blueberry PowerPress plugin. That's right, the best plugin available for you and your WordPress site. He's going to do us a great demonstration and show you how you can connect your podcast to your WordPress website using Blueberry. So certainly stick around and enjoy that episode. We, of course, have this whole show is available on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your podcast and audio forms. And if you're interested in listening to the demo in video form, you can, of course, check on out our new website, educationalpodcasting.today, where we have all of our great screencasts, app reviews, blog posts, and so much more. In fact, I just got done rearranging the entire page over at educationalpodcasting.today. You'll see that we have some new bumpers, courtesy of our good friend over at the House of EdTech podcast, Mr. Chris Nessie. We'll be talking a little bit about him later on and some of the great things that he's doing. See, we have over here at Educational Podcasting Today several great resources taking you from how do you edit your podcast, how do you put it onto WordPress, how do you put it over to iTunes. If you have questions about podcasting, you've got to check out our website, Educational Podcasting Today over at teachercast.net. Again, thank you guys so much for watching. This is episode seven. Last time we met, we talked to Rob Greenlee all about creating radio shows and podcasting now rob is the co-host of the new media show along with our guest today todd cochran and you know a couple interesting things that i got out of those interviews is number one there really is something about creating a podcast creating something that's personal putting yourself out there and I've had the fortune over the last couple of weeks of meeting many educational podcasters, many of which are going to be on this show in the next couple of weeks, that are out there very, very interested in sharing your passions. So I want to say congratulations to you out there if you have decided to take the plunge and really make your own podcasting. Of course, it's very simple to do so. People ask all the time, what kind of equipment do you have? How do you do things? How do I do things on the cheap? In fact, the other day, I was actually talking to a school district down in Texas who was looking to build a podcasting studio for their elementary school. And we were talking about several great resources that they can use. And we were talking about Telestream's Wirecast. And I said how You know, the easiest way to sit and do a live broadcast is to have a YouTube account and to go on to YouTube Live and set up a free streaming account with YouTube Live. And that's very, very easy to do. It actually used to be difficult. You actually needed a thousand subscribers on your podcasting channel or on your YouTube channel. And then they decided to bring that down to 300. And now you can actually do it right off the bat. So any school, any elementary, high school, film club, whatever, can set up their own live YouTube streaming. Now, this is a little bit different than Google Hangouts on Air. But anybody can use the free software that you download. And essentially, that is Telestream's Wirecast. We're going to be talking a little bit about Telestream's Wirecast on future shows. And I certainly have some screencasts set up. 
But I wanted to throw some names out there, throw some products out there that you might want to start thinking about. Now that the summertime's coming, a lot of school districts are out there getting their budget together. What do you need to do? What equipment do you do? And I think one of the posts that's going to be coming out soon here over at Educational Podcasting today is how do you set up a film club on a budget? And we'll be talking a little bit about some of the equipment, some of the things that you need as far as microphones, mixers, monitors, video projectors, everything that you need to be able to create an amazing video experience. Want to give a shout out to our good friend, Chris Nessie. Chris is an amazing podcaster and a New Jersey educator and the creator of the House of EdTech podcast. And I want to say thank you to Chris Nessie for going over to our iTunes channel under educational podcasting today and leaving us a really, really nice review. Thank you so much, Chris. I know he puts a lot of hard work into helping the TeacherCast Broadcasting Network. All the graphics that you see on our show are completely designed by Chris Nessie. Chris this week came out with a new educational podcasting network and i'm so thrilled that this show is going to be a part of it if you go over to edupodcastnetwork.com that's edu podcastnetwork.com you will see the inaugural website for this great podcasting network there are several shows i think there's about 10 of them on here of course we have shows like the house of edtech podcast with chris nessie we have angela watson's truth for teachers which is a very very good show and you can find her over at angela underscore watson we have principally speaking with jason bodnar we have the principal pln podcast with dr spike cook Teresa steger and jessica johnson and we have a few tech shows we have instructional tech talk with jeff herb and john samuelson and jeff's other show ed tech you should know and that of course the whole network is rounded off with the tech educator podcast which is our live show on sunday nights at seven o'clock this particular program, Educational Podcasting Weekly, 30-second take podcast with Dr. Brad Gustafson and Techlandia Radio with John Samuelson and all of his friends. So if you are looking at some great educational podcasting, check them out over at edupodcastnetwork.com. And, you know, my suggestion is make a Sunday night out of it. Sunday nights at 7 o'clock, we have our live Tech Educator podcast, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. And then at 8.30, we have the brand new Podcast PD Chat. Again, Sunday nights at 8.30. And we have a whole educational podcasting experience for you on Sunday nights. Check it out. Follow the hashtag. And if you're interested in creating podcasts, I certainly want to check it out with you guys. Before we get into our interview with Todd, I certainly want to give a big shout out to our friends over at storyboardthat.com. They recently launched a brand new channel called Photos for Class, and we did a nice podcast with them over on uh, the TeacherCast app Spotlight. You can find that on iTunes. And Photos for Class really is the answer that you're looking for. Perhaps you're running a classroom and you're looking for some Creative Commons free photos for your classroom maybe you're doing a presentation and you're looking for that perfect picture and instead of going through google image search you're trying to find that one spot that you can go to to find perfect photos photosforclass.com is certainly that spot i would highly recommend to check that out today it searches through millions of photos you name the topic and it has it there it's great for you on your professional world it's also great for you 
in your classroom and check that out. That's from our good friend Aaron Sherman over at storyboardthat.com. And if you're interested in learning how to help out everybody with Storyboard That, go to storyboardthat.com slash teachercast for 25% off your classroom order. My guest today is Todd Cochran. He is the CEO of Raw Voice and also the creator of the PowerPress Blueberry plugin for your WordPress website. I want to welcome today Mr. Todd Cochran. Todd, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. And uh, I, I have to give credit where credit's due. The the actual coder is Angelo Mendato. I'm just uh, one of the team members here at uh, Raw Voice slash Blueberry. And of course, we are the as a team, the creators of PowerPress. Thanks for having me on. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. I got to tell you, we've been podcasting now for almost five years. PowerPress has been a huge part of what's been going on here at the TeacherCast Network and Educational Broadcasting. Talk to us a little bit about what PowerPress is and how it can help out a podcaster. Well, you know, when we started podcasting, Laurel and I started podcasting 10 years ago, there really was no... uh, you know, solution. You, we were either hand coding uh, RSS feeds, or we were really kind of making it up as we went. And then, a few, about a year into the scene when WordPress, or maybe two years in the scene when WordPress got popular, um, a gentleman made a, a, a plugin called PodPress, and uh, a huge, huge number of the podcasting community migrated to uh, that particular plugin to use to basically help power their podcast. But what it's started happening was was that that plugin really wasn't keeping up with the times it uh, wasn't being updated very often so we decided to um, develop our own plugin for WordPress and uh, I, I don't even know how many years now that the, the plugin's been available but around 40,000 podcasters use the plugin to power their their podcast and it really does a, a couple of things the first and most primary point is give you a a podcast or iTunes compliant RSS feed that's dedicated that you can use to submit to iTunes or any of the other uh, syndication uh, networks. And then it also allows you to um, have a player on your website, both audio and video. Uh, it's an HTML5 player, and it's and it allows you to do a whole bunch of other stuff. It's uh, If you have more than one show on your network, or if you do audio and video and you want two different feeds, you can create uh, either channels or categories. So there's really, um, it's pretty feature rich and it can be a little, actually a little overwhelming for a new podcaster. So a couple years ago, we introduced a a simple mode that allows a new podcaster to very quickly with three steps get up and running and, and, and get their basically full control of their podcast on their website. I, I like to say that um, we've made it easier for podcasters through WordPress plus PowerPress through our Blueberry podcast hosting allows a podcaster to focus on creating content and then when they're ready to publish their episode, they go up on their blog, they write their blog post, they upload their media directly in the right on the website. They don't have to go to a third-party website and publish. I call it post-upload-publish. It's a three-step process and we really try to make it so that podcasters are in control and build their brand and uh, that's very important to us. It's a very, it's a core element of our of our company's uh, business. And that idea of having control of your content, of your website, of your feed, I mean that's one of those things that every podcaster needs. When you're looking at creating a post in WordPress, there's so many different things that you want to have control of, 
over? What's the blog post title? What's the Google Analytics title look like? And those are completely different than possibly what is the title in iTunes. Generally with your blog post feed, I like to leave that as a question, like learn how to, or you know, it's some kind of a fishing pole that kind of gets people. All of our stuff is, is big on Twitter. I like to say learn how to or find out whatever. But generally, if you write a, 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 a post that says learn how to do da-da-da-da-da, there's just not enough characters in iTunes to see all of that information. Right. And right. so that's why I'm really, really excited that not too long ago you, gave, you guys came out with the podcasting SEO. And I know you're going to show us this in a demo in a few seconds here, but you can take learn how to create a post using Blueberry PowerPress and turn that into Blueberry PowerPress. Two words, simple SEO. If I'm going to iTunes, I can, I can connect with that. Tell us a little bit about podcasting SEO. What are your, what are your thoughts on all of that? Well, you know, there's different ways to be found, and when you're doing a Google search, um, you know, you you want Google to come in and look at that rich metadata in your blog post. You know, the title is very important. Um, you know, the information that's in that blog post is going to get indexed, and you, hopefully you'll rank high enough in the search end results so that it's all relative. But when it comes to discovery of a podcast in a podcast directory on iTunes or um, even the, the multitudes of other places you can find content today, um, those discovery features are not as rich in those sites. So you have to be a little more focused on uh, trying to be found. And we just made a few tweaks uh, with the podcast SEO features to allow you to have a different title that would from what would show up on your blog post as what would be in your RSS feed. Um, so not only does it differentiate yourself a little bit, but it also gives you the ability to be easily found in iTunes. Now, iTunes doesn't use keywords anymore. So you can just basically, if you're using keywords, you're thinking that's helping you for iTunes. Well, it isn't. That's been out of their system for a while. So it's really the title and the subtitle that are key to being found or having an episode or even your show found in iTunes. Well, Take me through what it takes to create a good title because some people put down, for instance, TeacherCast podcast number one, and then they have the title. And some people put the title and then TeacherCast podcast number one. I've always put this show number at the end again because the, you only have so many characters to look at. Even when you're looking at right. the iTunes podcasting app, you don't want to look at a number first. You want to actually see what it is. Does iTunes care what direction that is? Is there a reason behind why we would want to have a title, certain things? And comment a little bit on what a subtitle is. Well, you know, I, I've been um, under the impression over the past couple of years that you should um, have your – you know, I try to make it easy so that when someone sees my listing on any directory or any place my podcast is found that they see the sequence. You know, my show is uh, very timely. It has – when it comes out uh, – you know, I want people to, to know that's the latest edition. Uh, some directories will uh, arrange your stuff alphabetically. You may have to end up a new episode at the bottom. Uh, I've always used, and again, there's there's 25 different ways to spin this, and I'm not here to say one way is better than the other. I'll just tell you what I do. Uh, for my Geek News Central show, I put GNC. I I put a, a space, I put a pound sign, I put the episode number, then I put the title to the show. Um, I've done that for years. Matter of fact, in the early days, there was a there was actually a sequence you should have used 
because the technology wasn't as rich, I used to do like GNC dash 2015 dash 04 dash 34 dot MP3 for my media file name, and I'd actually use that in my show title. I don't do that any longer, um, but I again I use uh, I put the sequence number close. Uh, my goal is more of a the ability for people to know, yep, that's Lace episode. That's the one I want to watch. Um, and then I use the additional part of the title of the show to make sure that they're finding the, you know, they're getting the topic and they know where it's, it has came from. The subtitle itself is just basically that quick description about what that episode's about so that, you know, you can use some, um, you know, just a good description is really what a subtitle is. So that's been my um way of doing it. Again, one way over the other is not better. There's I'm, lots of folks have done a lot of deep studies on exactly how you should title your show. My audience finds me on my website. I, I'm not so worried about them finding me um, on iTunes, uh, largely because I started off as a blogger and I've continued to, to put content up on the website. So there's you know 13,000 articles on Heat New Central with a thousand and 22 episodes of the podcast so I get a huge amount of traffic that's finding me strictly from Google coming to the website on a daily basis and I pick listeners up that way so it depends on how you're trying to be found I already had an established presence so I already had a certain amount of web traffic so for me them finding me at Geek New Central is the key I drive them to iTunes if I get found on iTunes that's great but it's not the absolute focus. Well, let's take a look here. Your website can be found over at Geek News Central. Let me bring it up. Here's, of course, your website, newmediashow.com, which is a fantastic show, and you guys run live every Saturday morning, I believe? Yeah, we just got done about 15 minutes ago with uh, Rick Calvert from the New Media Expo, and we had an absolute great guest on, Bob Heil from uh, Heil Sound. Of course, uh, they are the makers of the PR40 microphone that so many podcasters use. And then over here at Geek News Central. Now, I'm noticing here, I, I know you're going to walk us through this as a demo, but we see the audio file here. We also yeah. see the links to putting the podcast in and the subscribe, and then we have the video down here. Why don't you yeah. do us a favor, Todd? Can you show us a demonstration of how to put a podcast blog post together? Sure. Okay, so what we see here is a, a typical WordPress post, and you know I think everyone that has done any blogging whatsoever will kind of you know understand what this interface is. But you know, as I was talking about earlier, you know, at the very top here, and I'll just highlight this. You can see that um, this is from my Geek New Central podcast. This is the last episode I did. Um, GNC it was episode number one thousand twenty-two, and I talk about time to diversify, and basically then. Below, I, I have an introduction to the show talking about, you know, a little bit about some of the things that are going to be on there. I have a link to uh, what's our insider program. I have a direct link on the website that I actually physically put in where they can click on and, and down there, download as well. Now, this is something here most people say, well, what is that? I, I, I don't know what you've done there. Um, what I've done is I can change on my website um, exactly what the uh, – my sponsor messages through a, 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 a function within PHP. So that little tag auto inserts this data here for my sponsors. And if anybody wants to know how to do this, they can email me at geeknews at gmail.com and I'd be happen, happy to share with you um, how I do that little trick by putting 
this tag in right here that says show sponsor. It's just a function of a PHP that makes it real um, easy to auto post something within every blog post and you can basically you can update every blog post on your WordPress site with just using this little tag. It's very very handy. But um, you also see here that I have a more button. Now my show is unique because I do a lot of articles. I talk a lot about a different things and I was getting penalized by Google for having too many links on my website without a lot of context. So we developed a plugin it basically, and this is the raw data of that all that information there, so you can kind of see that it looks like a link farm. So what we did is we built a plugin that basically anything below this more line, and that's implemented by using a. And again, this is more than any most podcaster will ever need to do. This little WordPress tag is that it adds no follow links to all of these links that are going to go in this blog post when it's published and that got me out of the penalty box with uh, with Google so it's good having show notes but I think the most important thing is to have a lot of context to it and that way Google will find you you want you know I see podcasters today they don't have very much detail in their show notes and it really impacts them I was actually in a hurry of publishing this show so this is one of my I would say uh, uh, least good examples uh, of basically putting good show notes together. You should have a little more context here um, up at the beginning. But once you get your blog post done, the way we've got it set up in WordPress is we've got this ability in here to upload media. And I'm using the Blueberry Podcast Hosting Service, and when that's uh, activated within PowerPress, and this is the beauty, and I think this is an important thing that podcasters need to understand, is all I do to upload media is I basically click upload new media and I can drag and drop or I can actually go to my desktop where I have my episodes and um, let's see if I can find the uh, directory here uh, I'm normally not as full screen as I am as we're doing today so I go to my episodes and all I have to do is is just click one of these and it and I'll say open and it'll start uploading and when the files done uploading um, it'll close the the uploader will close and of course I'm not actually doing that but this will automatically collapse and the media URL will show up here and all you do is, is then hit verify and you, and you can hit publish now as an example here's my latest episode that I uploaded right in my blog post and once that's done, I again post, upload, and then publish. That's really the beauty of this. Now, if I want to do a talk about some of these SEO features, if I want to do a custom episode title for this feed, I can do a custom episode title. I can actually write a new title. In this particular episode, I did not do that. Um, as well, down here is I can write a unique iTunes subtitle. Now, here's a little trick too. On, on an episode basis, you can actually kind of trick the system a little bit by putting something in here other than the actual author's name. So you may want to say, uh, or let's say Todd uh, talks about expansion. Anyway, well, you know, you guys get the hint here. Todd talks about expansion, and I can't. I'm 
<laughs> of the podcast. So what that will actually show up in that specific episode is instead of showing my name for that episode, it'll show this, and it'll just give me a little bit more searchability. And again, this is maybe even a bad example of saying that. You can use a slogan or portions of the episode title. So really, these three elements, these three additional elements, the custom episode title, the iTunes subtitle, and the iTunes author are all optional. Now, for a new podcaster, this will all this stuff will not be enabled. What you'll see as a new podcaster, you'll see about to where it says this poster image. You, you'll see everything above that. Um, I'm using a lot of the features of PowerPress, so this looks a lot a very complicated. But if you're looking at the screen where it says poster image, you just think from there up is what's normally seen uh, by a normal uh, podcaster. Um, and you know, if you look at the at PowerPress itself, and we'll go down to the the PowerPress menu. Um, I have activated within the system a lot of features, and the reason I do is because I do an audio, I do a video podcast, I have an additional podcaster that podcasts on the same website, plus I'm using um, WordPress multi-site, so I can basically have got all my shows under one configuration, but for the new podcasters coming in, you're just going to want to make sure that your podcast is set to simple mode, and to be able to get set up, to get quickly set up in the system, this is the best way to do it. We, we've got it so you can set up the audio, you put in your description. Actually, this iTunes subscribe URL will come after you publish your first episode, so that comes later. But you can put your subtitle, your program summary, talk about the categories that your shows are going to be in, whether it's explicit or not, your email address, links to your iTunes uh, image art, which is now 3,000 by 3,000 is the maximum size versus 1,400 by 1,400. And then we basically walk you through. This is the basic information. Step two, we help you create a blog post. Step three, submit your feed to, um, to WordPress. But going back to the advanced mode, and again, use a simple mode if you're brand new and you want to just get up and get started really, really fast. That's the what we made it there for you so that you don't get confused. But this baby has got a lot of meat to it. So if you're in the advanced section, um, the basic settings are can be pretty complicated. There can be a lot of options here to pick. And I would tell a new podcaster that they should go through and take time and play with this a little bit and see exactly what it looks like on their website with an episode published, how it's going to you know, look in your site design, all that information. So the podcast entry box has got info, um, and then we've got to tie into the service and statistics. So if you want to get free uh, basic stats with us, or if you even want to be part of our um, media hosting effort, you can click here to configure that. And that's basically linking your, your service account over at Blueberry.com. Uh, um, if you're using a redirect service from a third party, you can put that in there. Um, I leave that in there strictly as an example. Once you link the account, you really don't need to have that redirect URL actually in there. But if you're using someone else's stat service, you can actually uh, add a redirect to the system. I think more importantly, though, is you know you, this section on the media appearance where you're looking at the media players, where you want it to be displayed. I choose to have my media pairs below the page content. I want the the uh, uh, media links. I want the 
um, the player. All these options, again, are things that you can go through and really modify to make it look the best on your particular web page. Um, I don't enhance feed, feeds uh, on my own show, and I also use some additional. You can see here, I've got a lot of stuff going on here. Normally, a single podcaster would have one entry, and this is really, I shouldn't have used my site as a demo site because I've got all this extra stuff added, but this is the link that actually is to my main uh, video feed, and this is the link to my audio, my audio feed. So mine are a little different because when I started podcasting, I was on a different platform, and I wanted to carry over my URL without changing anything, so I did some special changes by using a um, static feed plugin to make my feeds uh, static. But normally this would uh, be a little bit different of a URL, but the main thing is this is where you go in the plugin to, to find your podcast feed um, to basically put to submit to iTunes. This is the is what you would submit to iTunes. Now as far as iTunes itself goes, we've got the ability here to upload your album art. Again, some of the same information that was on that other page with the uh, iTunes subtitle summary and so forth, and then again the the artwork upload. Um, and there's a lot here, but again, if you're if you're someone that is brand new, please, 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 please use the the uh, the simple setting. Get you know start to the switch to the simple mode, and that'll get you up and running very very quickly. And then you can dig in a little deeper and make these additional changes. Um, if we talk about this podcasting SEO just a little bit, um, I've implemented just a few things within this. So on the episode title, I can specify a custom episode title for the podcast feed, and then the feed episode title replaces the post title. So basically that, if I had entered in that previous page that I showed you, if I had actually entered uh, a new episode, that would have replaced the episode title that was in the RSS feed. I also append the show title. So it's basically going to look just like this. As you make these changes here, you'll notice that this section here actually changes. You can see what it's going to look like in the RSS feed. So, you know, if I want to remove the show title, I just take that off. It takes it off the actual area. But again, what I have chosen to do is to append Geek News Central as, as, on the end of it, and I've got a feed episode title that I can custom write. Now, if you for, again, if you forget to write that custom title, uh, we put logic in there to basically set you up so that it just takes the normal blog post uh, title. I've also got uh, uh, the schema.org function set, and that just adds microdata to the audio and video objects to... to allow you to be found a little bit easier on the media side uh, through the search engines. Don't even ask me to try to explain that in detail. We've got a, 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 a video up on uh, powerpresspodcast.com that talks about the um, what these exactly mean and do. Angelo is in charge of putting that together. But also on iTunes SEO guidance, I've enabled and highlighted features that help with iTunes SEO. So it basically allows me to have a separate uh, um, subtitle field, a separate uh, author field, and enable, enables enhanced iTunes summary feature by default. So it, it kind of overrides some of the default settings on how it goes into the RSS feed. 
But I think one of the things that a lot of podcasters um, also need to pay attention to is is the player that's on their website. Um, I'm using the Media Element JS audio player that's uh, delivered by the folks from WordPress as my audio player. But if I want to choose a different audio player, I can do so. And we give you a couple of options here. Um, I'm very much telling people do not use the Flash player that we have. We still include it because a few of our users want it, but Flash players don't work on mobile devices, on iOS mobile devices. So pick an HTML5 player uh, to put on your website and configure it so that um, it works good. I know I went fast and quick here, but I think the most important thing that I wanted to share with folks today um, in our workflow, my team is made up of podcasters. Time is valuable. We want to focus on creating content. So again, we want you to be able to post, then we want you to be able to upload, and then we want you to be able to publish. And you can do that real easy. Again, if you're using our hosting service, you can use any hosting service. You don't have to use ours. But if you love the plugin, we love it when you pre when you support the the um, support us by using our hosting services. And I guarantee you that we're going to save you time, and time is worth a lot of money. So we make that uh, time value proposition to you. Um, just by not having to go to another site and do a whole bunch of stuff and then come back to your site and cut and paste. We make it easy right here to do this. And it's really that magic happens right there by being able to upload your media right within the actual site. So if I actually did this beat test and I selected this file, you'll see how it auto-filled there. And I can verify the URL. Boom, it's ready. So um, you can actually upload media into the uh, system and have it basically sitting there for, for publishing at a later date. You know, Todd, I've been using the PowerPress plugin for quite some time, and I have to tell you, in the last three minutes, I probably learned about 10 new things. It, it is fantastic. Let's, let, let me throw a couple of questions at you while you're on this screen, because many people listening to this show might be new to WordPress and might sure. be new to podcasting. We know that when you go over to, say, featured image or add media, you're actually taking a file and putting it in your WordPress website. But am I correct yes. in saying that if you hook up through the Blueberry media and you click on that upload, that's not going into your website. That's going into your Blueberry hosting. Is that correct? This is correct. When, and, and this button will not show up. That little upload box will not show up, or this right here. Um, if you click on that, that loads the same box, that blue bar. When you upload this, this uploads to the Blueberry hosting platform. And when it's up here at the top, in this top section, it's basically that media is still in purgatory. It hasn't been put to the CDN. So you can recreate the media, upload it, and then come back a couple of days later and publish it. Or if you're just uploading and publishing at the same time, like I said, it will upload, and then as soon as the upload is done, this window will collapse automatically, and that media file will be pasted in there and ready to go. Now, I'm switching over here to look at your website, and I'm noticing that you have the audio and a video. Now, are you inside of WordPress uploading your audio and uploading your video, or is that a, a YouTube embed of somehow, and how does all that work as a combined Combined deal. No, that, that is uploaded right through that same uploader. So you're that doing it twice. Right. So that's a video that's sitting over on the Blueberry server right now. 
and uh, and basically is being served by our CDN. And so, but that's that's two separate uploads, right? You've uploaded the audio and then you've uploaded the video. Yeah, I have. Correct. Excellent. Okay. There's a, a ton of things, and the the one thing I, I really can't stress enough, which I know you said, this is going to be used by beginners. And this is also used by professional expert podcasters. I know with TeacherCast, we've got a network set up with about six or seven shows. And I'm going to even use a word that Todd didn't use. I have my PowerPress set up with something called category podcasting. So I've got a different feed for every single show. But on top of that, I've also got the main feed. So my main feed is slash podcast, I believe. And then I broke that off to slash podcast, slash TeacherCast, slash educational broadcasting slash so that way if you are doing a number of shows or if you're a school district out there that wants to get an individual feed for each of their school district shows or school building shows the 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 possibilities here todd really are endless and one thing that and i'm using the channels feature of the site so what that allows me to do is i can put and actually i go a little bit more extreme so i have an audio file I have a video file, and then I can also upload a mobile video file and an HD video. So I actually have, I I publish four pieces of media within a single blog post, which gives me four separate feeds. Now, most people are like, oh my God, you're killing me here. Um, So... Let's just remember, for those of you that are brand new or starting your podcasting out, anything above this poster image link is what you're normally going to see, and you're only going to see one box. You're not going to see four or five like I have. You're going to see one. But if as you grow, PowerPress will allow you to grow to have category casting, use channel, and there's there's good reasons to use one or the other, and that's that's a whole show in itself. So if you've published four things on that one post, how come I only see one video and one audio on your site? Because there's a little trick here in the uh, um, in here. I've got a, a selection that says do not display player in media link. So I can hide those other videos. Got it. So, so that allows me to have really all four of those media files going up and again it's four separate RSS feeds because I got people that listen to a uh, watch on mobile some that watch on the desktop so I give them the option of subscribing multiple ways for the video the audio there's only one but by clicking that little button right there that essentially hides the, the display player on the website and can you tell us a little bit about how you break those feeds off? I know with our own system here, I, I edit all my video in Final Cut, and then through like compressor settings, I can export four things at once. Is that That's similar what I, to your use? Is that what you're using? I'm using um, uh, a Premiere. Okay. And uh, so basically that's what I do. I, when it sets up to do the batch, I have it programmed to do four different uh, exports. Now, Todd, what if somebody out there is listening and says, is there a website that explains all of this in layman's terms? Where would you send them to learn more about this in a written form? I'd send them over to our create site at create.blueberry.com. We have a full uh, podcast uh, uh, catalog over there. There's actually a full manual that has basically every topic under the sun. And if you get confused, we have a, a help form that uh, our staff monitors 
about 18 hours out of the day where you can come in and get help as well if you have if you have a question. If you're a hosting or a premium stats customer, we actually have a um, a separate contact form that you can use to get a little more priority uh, response from the team. But our uh, podcasting manual has almost all of this information that you're going to need to get uh, set up. We also have demo videos as well embedded in the site. Now, Todd, I, I, I'm a teacher. I'm new to podcasting, and I'm going to go to Google, and I'm going to type in Blueberry, and I'm not going to find you because Blueberry is spelled without the E's. What is up with yeah. that? Well, when you're trying to buy domains, uh, guess what? Uh, <laughs> you uh, don't always get to, you know, we, we, the Blueberry domain, as you would imagine, is pretty popular with farmers. <laughs> so uh, when we started the company, when Raw Voice um, started. Our logo was Fresh Organic Media. Um, our logo has changed a little bit over the years, or, or at least our, um, um, you know, basically our, uh, um, our basically our, our, well, how we refer to the company is a little different, but Blueberry is just the site. That's the, that's what stuck, and um, and it's got a lot of brand awareness, so that's why we've stuck with it all these years. Todd, thank you so much for that amazing demonstration of PowerPress. Um, one more time, the PowerPress plugin is free. It can be found on the WordPress repository. And I, you know, there's several de- demonstrations over on TeacherCast that you can certainly check out. But definitely, what was that website? It was, was it create. Just go to blueberry.com and click on the create link. That'll take you to everything. Excellent. We'll have links on that over on educationalpodcasting.today. Todd, before I let you go, tell me a little bit about your podcasting career. You said that you have a thousand shows for Geek News. How did you get started with all this? You know, October of 2004. I, well, there's some backstory, and I don't want to spend too much time. I know we're probably limited here a little bit, but I got hurt really bad in June of 2004. I was still active duty military at the time. And uh, long story short, I was flying a desk instead of flying in an airplane. And uh, the Navy doesn't like to see people sitting around. Uh, they, it's, it, it can be bad for your career. So, and I was looking for work to do too. And I was at the time in one of those clamshell body casts. And, um, you know, the boss said, hey, would you like to go to Waco, Texas and babysit airplanes? I said, sure. And so I left Hawaii and went to Waco, Texas and babysitting airplanes in, in like August. It's 100 degrees. I'm in this clamshell. I didn't want to be outside because it was 110 in the shade. And uh, so I'm spending a lot of time with the AC full on in, in the hotel room, you know, cruising the internet. And I hear about this. I'm reading Dave Weiner's website, scripting.com, and I hear about this thing called podcasting. And I listen to one of their shows, and man, boom, I got the bug. Um, within days, I produced my first show in a hotel room in Waco, Texas, with a LabTech web a headset. And from there, it just went crazy. Um, I was probably one of the first 50 to 75 podcasters. And at the time, there was no services like Blueberry. Um, You had to use shared hosting accounts. And within like two weeks, I'm buying hosting accounts just to stay ahead of the bandwidth being sucked down by this insurge. I mean, I went really from zero listeners to 40 or 45,000 listeners in like six, seven, eight weeks. It was, I mean, wow, it really blew up. And um, and if, you know, I got to thinking, you know, this there's something here. And of course, I came home from Texas and told my wife about it, and she's like, "Oh my God, another thing you're gonna do? Uh, you got two years, buddy, to make some money on this. So, uh, or I'm gonna, you know, cut you off." 
<laughs> and uh, so, because you know, it took time. So we um, started building the show, uh, getting kind of up in the space, and then something very monumental happened. December of 2004, I got an email from Wiley Publishing said, "Would you like to write a book on podcasting?" After she going back and forth. Um, I finished that book in March of 2005. It was put on the street in June, uh, yeah, I think early June of 2005. It sold the most number of books or most number of copies of any single uh, do-it-yourself guide that uh, Wiley had ever published. Uh, immediately went on Amazon list, went on New York Times. Uh, so it got all this exposure, which obviously helped well. It helped and hurt the show. There's a whole story behind that. Um, at the time, it was very people were poo-pooing. People make money in the space. So when I was told everyone that I got paid to write a book about podcasting, oh, you sold out, and I lost a portion of my audience from that. It was crazy. Uh, that happened on episode 69. But in July of 2005, I was contacted by GoDaddy and said, "Hey, we like what you're doing in, with your show. We'd like to sponsor your show." So, so to this day. Uh, GoDaddy is my uh, primary sponsor of the show, responsible for keeping my lights on, my family fed, all the things that going on. Of course, in the meantime, um, the monumental words were said by my GoDaddy rep uh, in late, uh, in like August maybe of 2005. She said, hey, we've had great results. Do you know anyone else that would like to do advertising with us? And I'm like, ding, there's a business here. Um, and from that, a raw voice was born. And I, in my show, I did a call out on my show. I'm looking for a programmer. I'm looking for a web developer. I'm looking for a business management person. I'm looking for a lawyer. Nine people responded to that call out on my show. We did a phone call. By the time I got done with the phone call, talking about what we were going to do, how much they were going to have to invest, um, four people are, yeah, five people hung up. Uh, we gained another person. Ultimately, the five core people that are part of the business today, or four of the five that were uh, part of the core business uh, at that time, are still with the company today. And Raw Voice was born. And from there, we did a couple of sites that uh, didn't get a lot of traction. Then we launched Blueberry, then PowerPress, and now everything that we do in the podcasting space. Our stats are really were, you know, companies like ESPN, Moody Radio. Uh, big, big media companies use our podcast statistics to ver verify their their data. So all this came from sitting in a little hotel room uh, on I-35 outside of Waco, Texas, listening to a guy talk about podcasting and me deciding to start a show. It's really a pretty incredible story, and there's a lot in between. But um, we've had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, feels like we're still working in a startup mode. We're still small. Um, total company size is nine ten total. Um, we have an office in Columbus where three of our employees are at. Uh, three of the team members, I should say, really not employees, but we're a big family and we have a podcasting base. We understand what it is to be a podcaster and, and the struggles that podcasters go through. And uh, I, I live this every day. What's not known? What is? I decided early on to. If I'm going to walk the walk and talk the talk, I have to do it from my show. Blueberry does not yet to this day pay me a salary. Now, that's probably going to change soon, but um, I've built and I've done what I've done here strictly through my show. So it's not because I was being supplemented 
by Blueberry. It's because I did it, and it's possible for a podcaster to build a business, live and survive. I live in Hawaii, for goodness sakes. Um, you can do it. It takes a lot of hard work, but I got past that two-year threshold with my wife, and uh, here we are. And uh, it's been a crazy ride. 1,021 episodes, 10-plus years of doing podcasting. Every Monday and Thursday night, just like the mailman, I deliver an episode. <laughs> Talking to Todd Cochran here, the host of Geek News Central and also the New Media Show. Now, last week on our program, uh, Educational Podcasting Day, I had your host, your co-host, Rob Greenlee, on. I asked him this question. I want to ask it to you. What makes a successful podcaster? My audience is like family. It's very – matter of fact, I don't – you probably – you've got the screen narrowed, but on my screen back here on my – um, system is it says Ohanasaurus and Ohana in Hawaiian means family. You have to have a connection with the audience. You have to love them just as you would love a family member. You have to be passionate about what you do. They and they grow with you in this journey. Uh, they put up with my quirks, uh, uh, my late night recordings, my my destruction of the English language. But in the end, what it really boils down to is is I have a connection with my audience and I'm in their ears and I take that relationship very, very seriously and trying to do the best job I can every time I basically walk up to the microphone and understand that I'm in their head. And if you keep that in mind as you're creating your content and develop a relationship with your audience, um, your podcast will grow and, and go far. I, I, I love that advice. I absolutely love that advice. Um, you know, the reason why Todd is on the show today is because he answered an email. Who am I? I wrote out to him and said, Todd, I love what you're doing. Would you be able to come on to the show today? And Todd's like, sure, whatever. Let's do it. And so I want to say thank you so much for your time. I, I'm obviously stopping you from being on the beaches of Hawaii. So, <laughs> you know, as a business owner and as a podcaster, um, I don't get as much beach time as I wish I would. You know, it's that's the that's the challenge um, with uh, you know having a business and having a podcaster it takes a lot of work. And uh, you know, if someone is starting out, you know, make yourself a plan, execute it, and just remember. And I people always get focused on the numbers; they're always worried about how many people are listening. Don't worry about that. Just have fun. Do the content and the audience will come. What's your advice on a show that has the, you know, we use this word pod fade, which means, all right, I'm going to start a show, I'm going to start a show, and then, like, within, what, eight episodes, it's done. 50% of shows fail within the first seven episodes. They, uh, they figure out it's hard work. And uh, then by the time a, we lose another 50% of those people by the time they get to episode 25, hmm. and then usually the next point is two years. If they make it past two years, they usually can go a long time. Don't get discouraged. Just you know, I be honest with you. If I go back and listen to episode one, I cringe. If I listen to episode five hundred, I cringe. If I listen to episode eight hundred, I cringe. You grow, and it's a continual process. And the only way you get better is stepping up to the mic. I. And, I and doing the show. I, I, I couldn't echo that more. In fact, one of the things that I always tell people is, you know, I've done over 500 podcasts. The first 499 are horrible. Just, right. just, just keep listening to the next one. We're going to keep improving things. I, you know, even looking at the, the blog posts on TeacherCast, 
the show notes change from week to week because you're updating things, you're evolving things. And no matter who I talk to, um, you know, Rob yesterday or Daniel or anybody that comes on the show, it's what do show notes look like? Everybody gives you a different idea. What does a podcast look like? Everybody gives you a different idea. What what should your introduction be like? What should a There's no rules. There's no rules. I love it. And so whether you're out there listening and you're a a teacher that wants to start a show with your kids, maybe you just want to get out there and create something for mom and dad and grandma, go for it. If you want to step into your own studio, maybe grab a mic and a mixer and and create your own show. Go for it. What's the latest stat here, Todd? There's 500,000 podcasts on iTunes or? Uh, I think the something... number's maybe about half that. And uh, we'll actually be releasing a number. We have a pretty good idea what the ecospace looks like right now. I'm talking about that at the New Media Expo. But, you know, I think the important thing for people to take away is, is um, there are no rules. You can do what you want. And someone tries to tell you you have to do it this way, well, tell them, yeah, you know, go their other way. Do what you want to do. Have fun. There are some things that you can build into yourself for success. But I laugh at myself all the time doing my show and stupid mistakes I make, and I leave them in the podcast. I don't edit them out because we're human, and this is what this media is about. Uh, it's all about honesty, integrity, and again, you know, your family knows how you are, so your audience should know how you are too. It's it's so easy for new podcasters um uh to um go back and um edit um all the ums uh that are in their um show. I don't and I just sit nope. there and go, listen to my first ten or fifteen episodes. Um they're really um good. Um uh but then you just start to have conversations with people and and then, then I see personalities come back out. And you know, I know a few people that watch this show I've done consulting with and you can see this transformation between I'm afraid of the microphone to the microphone's not even there. We're having a conversation or I'm just talking to myself or, you know, let, let me throw this at you. But but as we're wrapping up here, what's the one piece of advice that, that everybody asks for that you could give to help out the educational community on starting or maintaining their own podcast? And I've talked to a lot of educators over the years, and a lot of times they're hampered by resources. Uh, budgets are tight. So as an educator, you can do this very inexpensively and free tools. I started my first show with a LabTech headset, okay, from Walmart, $13.95. So you can do this with very low overhead. You can get started. Lots of free resources out there. Use them. And, uh, and basically empower these kids and these young adults to create media because, uh, you know, they're going to be our, you know, they're going to be able to tell the truth about what's happening in the world as we move forward, as the news continues to get skewed. So we need people out there willing to talk about things and topics and subjects and be creative. So just have fun with it and don't be discouraged about a budget. You can do it with no budget. Thank you. You know, we ask the question a lot on this show. Can you podcast for free? And if you again, aside from purchasing the iPad or purchasing the computer, can you can you? Yes, you can talk into Boss Jock or an app on your iPhone. You can talk into the recorder. Uh, What do you have there? What is that? That's an iPhone 6 Plus. You can use this. Yeah, the the call recorder app is great. I I tell my, my teachers just to talk into Evernote. Because it's got yeah. a great call feature, and then they plug that into iMovie or something, and they do things that way. You can do this stuff for free. 
Um, yeah. You know, I, I just I heard your show right before we came on here, and 60, 70 bucks gets you a decent microphone that you can use. 50 bucks gets you a mixer. Um, you know, I'm sitting here. I, I know, like, like, what is this? This is a Behringer 802 mixer. I like to talk about yeah. this one. There's some cheap ones from Mackie that are out there. Um, the mic that I'm using here is a ATR uh, 2005. I think the thing that we want to just, you know, for teachers, if you're teaching students, especially K through 12, their tools are going to be limited at home. And we come from a different social economic statuses. Some kids will have stuff. Some kids won't. Yep. The key is, I think, even as we get down into if the kid has a computer at home or even a mobile device, he can create content. That's the beauty of it, and that's why things have changed. And, you know, that's podcasting was all about freedom and sticking it to the man before. Now it's not so much about sticking it to the man. It's more about let's, uh, let's be creative and do cool things. So I'm really excited about this new generation of content creators. Todd, thank you so much. You are welcome to come back on the show anytime. And one last time, if we do have questions about PowerPress or podcasting, how can we get a hold of you? If you want to reach me personally, you can email me at CEO at rawvoice.com. If you have questions on PowerPress and need support, please use our forums at forum.blueberry.com. The last option is definitely email us at support at blueberry.com. We may redirect you back to the, the forum site. That's because it's a free plug-in. We have to be able to try to manage resources. So go to forum.blueberry.com first. And again, if you're not getting a response or you've got a headache and you're pulling your hair out, you can always email me directly at CEO at robvoice.com, and I'll take care of you. Rob, thank you so much for checking us out. We'll be right back with more from Educational Podcasting today. Well, my friends, that wraps up this amazing episode with Todd Cochran. I want to say again, thank you so much to Todd for coming on the show. And also thank you so much for his co-host, Rob, for coming on our show again last week. We had a great time these last two weeks with the Raw Voice co-host. I certainly hope you have a chance to check them out live on Saturday mornings or download their shows over on iTunes. We're going to have all the links to all of their stuff over on our website, educationalpodcasting.today. And, of course, this is episode number seven. Join us next week. We have a great show coming up. Had a chance to sit down with the guys from buzzsprout.com. And buzzsprout.com really is a great place that helps you learn how to podcast and helps you host your podcast. So if you're looking for a great place to host your audio files, check out buzzsprout.com, and we're going to have some great affiliate links on there for you as well. There's, of course, several great ways that you can connect with us here on our show. You can reach out to us on our new Twitter feed, Podcasting Today, and help us grow this out. You can, of course, also check us out on iTunes and What we really ask you guys to do is go over there and leave us a nice review. Again, we have about 10 or 11 reviews already, and it is absolutely the best way for you to support the show and to help us grow our audience. Of course, if you want to be on the show, we would love it to. You love you too. Maybe you're an educational podcaster or have some questions about educational podcasting. You can reach out to us over on teachercast.net slash voicemail and leave us a voicemail, and we'll be able to help you out with that. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Jeff Bradbury from TeacherCast.net. Until next time, keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. National Podcast Day is September 30th, but what is National Podcast Day? It's pretty simple, and you can help spread the word. National Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide through public engagement. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved with National Podcast Day? It's easy. 
Head over to nationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. But ultimately, these options are endless. Remember, September 30th, nationalpodcastday.com, and let's start the conversation.